Well, hello there, everyone. Welcome to Speak Now Pro Wrestling. It is Friday night, December 8th. And let me tell you, I have not been more excited to come on and talk about a SmackDown than I am today in quite some time. Actually, the last time I was this excited was when we had The Rock on SmackDown. But today, we had the return of CM Punk on Friday night SmackDown. And we had the promo that we have all been waiting for now coming off of cm punk's debut on monday night raw following survivor series there was a lot of mixed opinions in regards to how people felt about cm punk's promo and there was a lot of people that did not like them the, the promo that he did on raw and i couldn't necessarily blame them for it for the simple fact that i too on Raw was expecting a lot more. When it came to his promo on his on Raw, I was kind of bummed out that we didn't get like any cool lines. We didn't get too much time with CM Punk. They had promoted him as obviously being controversial, yet we got nothing controversial. It kind of felt like a very out of left field type of promo. And regardless, it was still fun because we were still getting CM Punk on Monday Night Raw. But this tonight was the promo that we all deserve. We got some mentions of Roman Reigns, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Cody Rhodes, Kevin Owens. We got a shot thrown at AEW. I mean, there was a lot of stuff in here uh, that we're going to go ahead and talk about in just a second. I cannot wait. I'm stoked. All right, here we go. We got a couple of super chats that I want to start things off with. First and foremost, thank you so much to Sheldon Jackson for sending 10 DWO memberships. Let's go. We got Heel Hammer in the house who says, hello, DWO. I've been gone for far too long. I expect a pipe bomb from Seth on Monday. Bacon, yuck. It's all about the coleslaw now. Hey, don't boo me. <laughs> oh, man. Heel Hammer, thank you so much for sending in this super chat. And damn, pipe bombs, I... I cannot wait until we get another pipe bomb at some point, someday, who knows, from CM Punk if that were to ever happen. But in terms of Seth Rollins, uh, he's it's going to be interesting because CM Punk is going to be on Raw on Monday and he's going to be doing his contract signing, deciding if he's going to go to SmackDown or over to Raw. And that's going to be happening on Monday. We got Johnny here who sends in a super chat saying, the last two, Cody and Punk, who wins the Royal Rumble? So, Johnny, you start us off with a topic that I definitely wanted to get into. So, let's dive right in, guys. We're going to start things off with CM Punk. He's going to be the majority of this show here today. So, I think a lot of people have been wondering, what if, what if the final two participants in the Rumble are CM Punk and Cody Rhodes? Now, Cody Rhodes has already declared himself an entrant into the Rumble CM Punk didn't technically enter himself in the Rumble, but I think we could pretty much read in between the lines because he mentioned the Rumble, and then he said he was going to finish his story and main event WrestleMania. Well, in order to do that, a way to do it is by, obviously, winning the Royal Rumble. And who else has been claiming that they might be winning the Royal Rumble to get their story, to get their revenge, to finish their story? Well, my friends, that is freaking Cody Rhodes. So I was thinking about this. What would, what would I think? And I'm curious to what you, the fans, think as well. Please send in your thoughts because truthfully, I'm a little bit torn on this. I was thinking, what if come January... Tropicana Field, we're sitting there and we're watching CM Punk and Cody Rhodes be the final two people in the Rumble. Who would I be rooting for? I honestly, right now, I'm split. I'll be real with you guys. I'm split. If this was a scenario we were seeing, I don't know what direction I would go in. Here's the thing. I want to see Cody Rhodes finish his story. I truly want to see Cody Rhodes have his WrestleMania moment and defeat Roman Reigns and be the one who is up there carrying the, uni the undisputed universal WWE championship, whatever, you know, doing his thing, right? Because we were so attached to that for so long, given all of the events that occurred at WrestleMania 39. Like this seems like it has to happen, right? It's going to be a loose end if it doesn't. But then... 
none of us here at the time were expecting for CM Punk to all of a sudden come in and, like he said, be the monkey wrench in people's plans. Like, nobody expected to see CM Punk back in the WWE. And seeing CM Punk back, well, that kind of changes things because it is a big thing to have CM Punk back in the WWE. And so it kind of shakes things up now where all of a sudden there could be a possibility of us seeing CM Punk versus Roman Reigns. And I'll be honest with all of you guys, I would not hate it. I would not hate it if we saw CM Punk be the one to defeat Roman Reigns. Would you hate it? Let me know in the chat here, guys. Let me know in the chat. CM Punk or Cody Rhodes right now. Don't I want I'm not asking about other names or other people. It's either CM Punk right now or Cody Rhodes. Let's just throw that out there. Who would you want to be the one to pin Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and become champion? Is it Cody? Is it CM Punk? I don't know. Okay, I'm seeing mixed reactions here. I'm seeing a I'm literally seeing the comments come in right now and people are split here. We got we got so many different people coming in and all saying something different between Cody and CM Punk. Like this is one where I feel like you can make a very valid case for both guys as to who you would want it to be. Um, I know some of you guys are throwing out some other names right now, but I'm just asking about Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. Like gun to your head. It's one of these two guys or that's it, you know? Um, I feel like a lot of you guys are sending a lot of different ones. Uh, I'll get to that super chat in just a second, but that's what I mean though. This is the point that I can't make a decision. I'm not seeing an overwhelming majority in the chat all go with one name. And so with that being said, this is why I'm freaking stoked about this because I'm so tired of always like of everything feeling predictable, right? of everything feeling like, oh, this is the way that this is going to go. This is the way that this is going to be. This is the way that uh, these are the options. These are the only options we have. I'm excited that right now there are multiple possibilities for what our WrestleMania main event can be for two nights, especially night two, because that's the big one. And who could be the one to actually dethrone Roman Reigns? I remember not too long ago, obviously this was before Cody Rhodes came into back to the WWE, obviously before CM Punk came back to the WWE. I remember when literally people would always be asking who should dethrone Roman Reigns? Who should dethrone Roman Reigns? And I remember having nobody as an answer at one point because I didn't think there was anybody that was worth being the person to dethrone Roman Reigns. And obviously that was a long time ago. A lot has happened since. Things changed. And now we're sitting here with options. Mm, guys, options. Options is my favorite word, man. Um, <laughs> options is my favorite word. The fact that we have all of these different directions that we can get into, that's what's making the product exciting. Uh, we know that the hot period for WWE is obviously between January, which is Royal Rumble, uh, to WrestleMania. Like That is like peak WWE season because, you know, we get one of the most... Uh, exciting pay-per-views with Royal Rumble leading in, of course, to the WrestleMania, which is the biggest of the year. And so we know that that time is already exciting. Well, now when you have CM Punk, you have Cody Rhodes, you have Roman Reigns, you have Seth Rollins and all of these other guys, uh, it just makes the product a lot more exciting. So, um, man, I don't know where we're going to be at, but I want to pitch something to you guys. And I haven't really thought about this too much. So if it's trash, Please don't cancel me because I just thought about it right now. But thinking of CM Punk and Cody Rhodes as the final two at Royal Rumble, if they were to do that, what if they did a scenario where like Cody Rhodes came in as entrant number one and CM Punk came in as entrant number 30? Because there's two, like we know that number 30 is like, the best spot, right? You come in, you're fresh. Chances are you're going to win the Rumble, especially if you're a big name. But then we have seen a couple of people do the number one to the third, like win the Rumble at number one. And that always comes with so much prestige, right? So what if they were to do something like that, right? Like, let's say they still want to do Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns. Let's just say that that's the match they still want to do. 
If you're going to have Cody Rhodes and CM Punk in the final two of the Royal Rumble, then definitely I would love for them to tell the story of like, damn, Cody Rhodes was here since number one. He has fought his way through. He he needs to win this at this point. He's gone through it all. He's been in here for over an hour. What does he have left? You know, if they tell a story like that, I think that could be kind of cool. And it would get people like literally on the edge of their seats, not knowing what direction they were going to go in. If it's a shitty idea, I'm sorry. It just popped into my head right now. So we'll see. But I'm so freaking excited right now just for the possibilities and just like, ah, just feeling good, man. Feeling really good. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and see. Um, let's go ahead and get into these super chats because I saw a few coming in. So let's get to it. And then we're going to get um, talk more about what CM Punk said because there's kind of a lot here to unpack. This was literally just one portion of um a topic. Stephen Marchuli says CM Punk's promo was lit. Rollins versus CM Punk WrestleMania night one, please. I feel like that's the thing. Like I know we're out here talking about the scenario about CM Punk and Cody Rhodes at, at the final, as the final two at Royal Rumble. I think there's a way where you can get that and get your Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns match. And then of course get the Seth Rollins uh, CM Punk match, right? Who knows? Again, there's options now on the table. I don't know what direction they're going to decide to go in, but I feel like given the true animosity, because this was literally came out today, Seth Rollins did an interview with SI and basically spoke about why he hates CM Punk, right? And part of the reason that he hates CM Punk is because of all of the shit that he talked on WWE when he was gone. And then all of the shit that he talked on him. Uh, Seth Rollins said that CM Punk called him a bootlicker and like other things like that. Right. Of course, anybody here would be insulted if you were called any of that stuff. And Seth basically said, I don't like the things he has said about me, my friends, the company that I work for. And he went on to say that CM Punk was selfish that he wasn't giving back the way that him and other wrestlers were. And that was just like a little bit of what Seth Rollins said in this interview. And he said, I don't hate the guy because he did at some points help me, but there is animosity there. So because we know that there is a real life animosity between Seth Rollins and CM Punk, stories like that tend to be a little bit more intriguing, a little bit more enthralling. And so for that reason, I know CM Punk Roman Reigns is freaking awesome, but I do think CM Punk Seth Rollins is awesome too. CM Punk Roman Reigns though, I think it's the bigger match. Even with the real life hatred between CM Punk and Seth Rollins, I say the Roman Reigns one is a bigger match because of Roman Reigns' star power, because of Roman Reigns' reign. Uh, that's the reason why that would be a lot bigger. But I still think that CM Punk, Seth Rollins, given the hate, given the animosity, given the beef, the things that Seth Rollins has said, uh, and they're clearly this is the feud we're getting into quickly because we've already seen so many signs that that's the direction they're going in first. And so man, this would obviously be a phenomenal WrestleMania main event. And I like, by the way, I really hope that Seth Rollins is like, they get into the story with Seth because they already have, but like really get into it right away because here's the thing, like when you got somebody like CM Punk on your show and it's the biggest news and people are talking about it and it's hot, you have to run with it, guys. Like you have to run with it. No stalling, no like stupid filler stuff in between. Like you have to run with it because um, that is what the people want to see. Like people nowadays, we want to see things fast, man. We're in the age where like we're watching TikTok videos. And if the first three seconds of a video doesn't intrigue us, we're out. So that's to say that it's good stuff. Chris Ledeck sends in a super chat saying, I hope CM Punk on Monday acts like he's going to sign with SmackDown. Then he gives a thumbs down and signs with Raw. Then power bombs Seth through a table. Uh, it's funny because when this whole thing first started, uh, and I still think he's signing with Raw, by the way. Uh, I think we're all here feeling Raw. I would say 99.9% .9 positive he's signing with Raw and that one small percentage to SmackDown. But prior to this, I was like, oh yeah, CM Punk signing with Raw, CM Punk signing with Raw. Today though, based on how good they had CM Punk on the show, like the great promo, the the, the backstage interactions, I feel like I kind of want to see CM Punk on SmackDown too, but 
I still think he's going to sign with Raw. Uh, it'd be great if he was a free agent, of course. It would be great for both shows. But uh, I do think he's going over on the Raw side of things. But uh, yeah, Samuel Samuel Muscle sends in a super chat saying, CM Punk versus Rhodes versus Reigns at WrestleMania. Look, if they were to do something like that, I wouldn't complain. But personally, I feel that if Roman Reigns loses at WrestleMania, it's just a much bigger deal if it's a one-on-one singles match. I feel like if you uh, make it a triple threat, I do think it kind of takes away from that. I feel like it means a lot more when you go head-to-head against somebody and you're able to defeat them head uh, face-to-face. You know, it just means a little bit more. It comes off a little stronger. Steven Marchuli says, Seth Cossie and Punk, the Rumble match win. Uh, I would hate something like that. I hope they don't do that. Uh, I think that there's uh, there's ways that you can do you can have CM Punk lose the Rumble without having to have Seth Rollins cost him that. Thank you so much to Steven for the super chat. We got one here from Jason X Cross who says, CM Punk's promo was definitely the highlight for me tonight. I do think he wins the Rumble and faces Seth for the title. Save Roman for Cody to beat. Uh, thank you, Jason. I feel like this feels like the most uh, logical, reasonable direction to head in. So I am in agreement with you on that. And, you know, we can still get at some point down the line, Roman Reigns, CM Punk, right? We can still get that. We can still, at some point down the line, also get Cody Rhodes, CM Punk. I know they're friends right now. They're amigos, whatever. But we can get that down the line, too. There is options. And pretty much CM Punk was the highlight of the show. They did a phenomenal job at, again, utilizing him throughout the entire second hour, which is the thing that Monday Night Raw did not do. Kami Crazy sends in a super chat saying, kind of hope CM Punk signs with all three brands. <laughs> Damn, bro, you're including NXT too? You're really including NXT, including NXT too? Kami Crazy says, he's there for money, remember? Loved his promo. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say that CM Punk's getting paid exactly the same, whether he shows up on one show or three shows. Uh... <laughs> That's good stuff, man. But of course, that is something that he did mention, by the way, in his uh, in his promo tonight on SmackDown. CM Punk did say that he was going to have a phone call with Shawn Michaels and talk about uh, him appearing on NXT or possibly going to NXT. I think we all know that he's not, obviously. But it's nice that they uh, mentioned NXT, right? It's nice that they did that. And I won't be surprised if maybe we get a little appearance or something to boost the ratings for a bit. For like a day or something, whatever, right? Uh, it would be pretty cool. Hell, maybe he appears on Deadline, NXT Deadline. He comes out, he says hello to the people. I don't know. They could do something. It wouldn't hurt, right? But <laughs> call me crazy. Thank you so much for the laugh. Will Chisholm says, it's crazy how many big stars WWE has. It didn't feel that way two years ago. Now they have 12 stars deep and we haven't talked about the women yet. Uh, that is definitely true. And this is why I said in the beginning, there was a point where I didn't think there was anybody there for Roman Reigns. I'm like, there's nobody for him to, for the like for, for Roman Reigns to lose the title to. And now in like a year, things have seriously changed and things have um, vastly improved. Thank you so much to Will Chisholm for that. We got DWO member here, Metalhead for Life, who says, what is your honest opinion on CM Punk being in WWE? I think it's awesome because there is more interest now. There, You have no idea how many times I see people on my timeline always talking about how, yeah, they're wrestling fans, right? But you got to understand, not everybody tunes in to every Monday Night Raw. Not everybody tunes in to every SmackDown what have you. There are a lot of fans that just tune in whenever they want or if they hear something big is happening, how they just might watch the pay-per-views. I know because when I was in college and I was busy doing college stuff, uh, I was tuning. I was missing episodes of Raw. I was missing episodes of SmackDown. I was watching pay-per-views. I remember there was a couple of months where I would just go and watch the pay-per-views. 
Why? Because, you know, life happens. Like life gets in the way sometimes and you can't tune into your favorite program forever, right? And so there's a lot of people that will put on my timeline like, oh man, I'm going to tune in. I haven't tuned in to Raw in so-and-so months, but I heard CM Punk's back. So I'm going to tune in and see what's going down on the show. And that's the honest impact that I think that CM Punk has had is that People that don't normally tune in all of a sudden are going to be like, you know what? I got to tune in because CM Punk's going to be on the show. I got to make sure I tune in, right? And so that does happen. So that's why my honest opinion about CM Punk being in WWE is a good thing because it adds so much life and energy uh, into the product. And I'm not saying there wasn't some life and energy there. Of course, I mean, God, I've been covering this you know, talking about stuff that was great before, but it's just this newfound energy. We got Tunde Ud who sends in a super chat saying, Hola, Denise, this is so funny that everyone is talking about Cody Punk, Seth, and Roman, but is everyone forgetting about Senor Money in the Bank? Uh, sadly, yes. I'm sorry uh, to Damian Priest. Uh, great guy. Big fan, but right now it's other people. We got some other bigger stars right now that are kind of taking the attention. But that doesn't mean that you don't, you know, you can't get up there too, right? You never know. Maybe next year we'll be sitting here being like, Damien Priest, blah, 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 blah. You know, we can get there. Who knows? Uh, Tune Day, thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you uh, sending this in. The dead man of RWT, Paul Morales, says, Cody wins the Rumble, Punk wins Elimination Chamber. Ooh, all right. Not too shabby. Thank you so much, Paul. I uh, appreciate you sending in the super chat. We also got Bear Hudson here, who's a DWL member, says, continue to shine bright like a diamond queen. Thank you so much, Bear. I appreciate that. David Capelin says, WWE has some big decisions to make with CM Punk and Cody, and also The Rock is dangling out there. This WrestleMania could be one of the biggest of all time. David. <laughs> David, I was... God damn, I was thinking about this too while I was watching SmackDown. I was thinking about Roman Reigns and, I mean, sorry, not Roman Reigns, uh, freaking The Rock. I was thinking about Roman Reigns and The Rock and how not too long ago we were sitting here talking about how, all right, we found a way that they can do Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, and we can also get The Rock. And I had sat here and I had said that we can get The Rock and Roman night one, with, of course, Roman defeating The Rock. And then night two, Roman versus Cody with Cody finishing his story and defeating Roman Reigns. That was the whole scenario that I painted out literally not too long ago. Uh, we were sitting here talking about it. There's a whole ass video here on my YouTube channel. And guess what? X amount of time that's gone by. And now I'm sitting here and I can honestly tell, honestly say that I'm not too confident in that prediction anymore. I truly am not. I'm not that confident anymore. When I did my video, when I spoke about it with you guys, I was 100% positive, maybe 99. Now I'm sitting here at a loss thinking how much has changed now with the uh, addition of CM Punk to the roster. Yes, boy says, growing up, I used to believe John Cena was in the army. Well, he 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 looked the part for sure. He definitely did. Yes, boy, thank you for the super chat. We got Chloe Adams here who says, whatever happened to Kaylee Ray and Isla Dawn? Uh, damn, dude, we're going to get to that in just a second. But just to touch on this really quickly, because we still got a lot to get into. We haven't seen them on SmackDown in at least a week or two. We saw them on NXT on the Halloween Havoc Night 2 episode. Then we saw them on SmackDown the week after, and I don't think we've seen them since, so I do not know. Kevin NGO says, Punk wins Rumble. Co Punk wins the Rumble. Cody wins at Elimination Chamber to fight Roman. I see you guys have it backwards. We had earlier Paul with Cody wins the Rumble and Punk wins Elimination Chamber. I love how everybody's so different. We got Jane Miller, 3389, who says CM Punk wins the Rumble, Cody wins the Chamber, WrestleMania 40. Damn, guys, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited for it. Thank you so much to Jane Miller for that super chat. We got Johnny here who says matches for Ken Shamrock, Brock Lesnar, Solo Sokoa, uh, Roman Reigns, and Rey Mysterio. I like Ken Shamrock, guys. He's a really nice guy, too. I have an interview up him with him up on this channel from a couple years ago. Pretty fun guy. No, wait. Yes. Yes, I do. Sorry. I couldn't remember if I put it on this channel or a different channel. My bad. Uh, Johnny, thank you so much for the super chat. We got one here from Tune Day who says, um, oh, yeah, be for real. I go to bed, Denise. Who do you think is better, Tiffany Stratton or Mandy Rose? Both women killed it in their time. Uh, I'm going to say Tiffany Stratton because I think she is um, 
Tiffany Stratton because I think she's gotten wrestling really, really fast. But I think Mandy Rose did phenomenal with her uh, character, her ring character. Uh, thank you so much for the question. All right, we got to still talk about what the hell else went down here with uh, CM Punk because we haven't even touched on everything here. So the CM Punk promo. This is the one that we were waiting for, everybody, because like I said, I think that the one on Monday Night Raw just lacked the... It, it lacked some... It didn't have that kick, you know? It, it didn't have that kick. It was like eating fruit without tahin. Who does that? You shouldn't do that. You should have your tahin. This was this was finally the fruit and tahin promo for CM Punk here on WWE. And so he comes out there and the first thing that he says is he addresses the people being upset about his promo that he did on Raw. And he said that people didn't like him when he was when he was happy that they didn't like it when he was happy that he was mentioning that he was home. So he said he was going to spice it up. And I thought, all right, here we go. Let's see what spicing it up looks like with this new version of CM Punk. Because remember, he said he's changed. He's changed. He said that on Raw. So we get some good stuff here. We obviously already talked about the Rumble. He mentioned the Rumble. He mentioned wanting to finish his story at WrestleMania and main event WrestleMania. Okay, we discussed that already. He mentions Roman Reigns. And the big thing that he said during this was, don't forget who the OG Paul Heyman guy is. Don't forget he was my wise man first. Now, he had also made a mention of uh, the wise man uh, also on Monday Night Raw. People got very excited about that. So that was kind of a big moment. Then we also got a shot thrown at AEW. Now, I'm a big AEW fan. Everybody knows this. But damn, do I love when we throw shots at each other. I live for the drama, guys. I love the drama. Don't blame me. It's good stuff. I love it when they do it on AEW. I love it when they do it in WWE. So CM Punk makes a... He says that he doesn't know who would feel comfortable working with him, working with somebody who randomly just punches people in the face backstage. He then says... I mean, it's 2023. You just can't be doing stuff like that. That's insane. Read between the lines, people. Read between the lines on this one. Now, I'm not going to go around and punch people in the face. Let's be real. I'm not going to do that. But if someone messes with me, I'm going to do something about it. And I think a lot of people feel that way. Clearly, CM Punk feels that way. Let's read between the lines here. This was great. I'm sorry. I love this. I love stuff like that. Um, I was happy we finally got a little bit of a mention to his controversial past because uh, that's part of the appeal of CM Punk is the controversy that surrounds him. And I think that they're leaning into it here uh, with what we're seeing. Because even backstage, they had this moment where uh, he's going to lock on the door of the bloodline, but he decides not to. And then he ends up running into Kevin Owens in the hallway. Kevin Owens is also another person he had mentioned in this promo. And he asks Kevin Owens where Adam Pierce's office is. And Kevin Owens is just so like short with him, very brief, and it's just shrugs and says he doesn't know, right? Clearly, Kevin Owens knows where Adam Pierce's office is, but because he's not friends with CM Punk, they're not on friendly terms. He's uh, not being welcoming whatsoever, right? The only person that was being welcoming was Cody Rhodes. And let me tell you, I was not prepared for this, guys. I was not prepared to see. I mean, we knew it was going to happen at some point, right? But I was not prepared for it today to see Cody Rhodes and CM Punk have this backstage interaction because it's like, I feel like I have to scrub my eyes or something. Cause I mean, now we've had Cody Rhodes in WWE for such a long time. Right. But 
it's not like the memory of him and AEW has completely faded away, right? It's not like it was decades ago that that happened. Nope, that was only so long ago, right? And so I can still, I still have Cody Rhodes and AEW very vividly in my mind. And even more so, CM Punk and AEW very vividly in my mind. So seeing them both uh, together here on WWE, on SmackDown, was a mind trip, guys. It's a mind trip. And Cody kind of makes a little mention to CM Punk's mention about the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. And he's like, so. And CM Punk's like, yeah. <laughs> That's not exactly what they said, but I didn't write down the exact wording for this. And But the mention was made. And afterwards, Cody Rose just says, you know what? Welcome back, old friend. Shakes his hand. And they go on their ways. And of course, also Nick Aldis um, sh- uh, gave him his uh, contract for SmackDown to see if he's going to sign it. And he's going to look over it, but the signing's not till next week. And that's until he decides which brand he's going to sign on, if it's going to be Raw or if it's going to be SmackDown. But just the fact that we got Cody Rhodes and CM Punk backstage, it was pretty freaking cool. We also got, so let's see, we got CM Punk Cody. We got CM Punk Kevin Owens, and then we also got CM Punk Randy Orton and LA Knight. And as we know, Randy Orton and LA Knight teamed up together today uh, in the main event, and CM Punk just approached them and said, good luck, guys. So that was that. All right. I think I got everything now at this point. Uh, I think I got all the CM Punk talk out of the table. think I got it out there. <laughs> if I forgot something, guys. Please remind me here. There was kind of a bit uh, to get into. You have no idea. So first of all, I prefer. So Mondays is a little bit easier for me, guys, because even though it's a three hour show, I'm able to watch on on DirecTV. I'm able to stream on DirecTV Monday Night Raw so I can pause. I can rewind. I can record. I can do all of this stuff. But because I'm on the West Coast for SmackDown, I could only watch on the Fox Sports app. website it's not that great i can't pause i can't rewind i can't record so i literally hear everything one time and just freaking go with it and so it was very hard to get all of the cm punk quotes uh for this promo because he was just freaking hitting them so fast and i was like typing them out for my notes for tweets for all of this and just kind of like you know all over the place but anyways and some good stuff guys all right let's see what we got here we uh, got some super chats. By the way, if you want to get your thoughts, then you guys want to help support this podcast. The super chat is the best way to do so. This channel is fully funded by yours truly. So they do help out and go a long way. Mr. Twifty, or no, sorry, Mr. Twilly. I thought it was Mr. Twifty. <laughs> Mr. Twilly says, CM Punk versus Stone Cold at WrestleMania. Oh, we haven't even talked about that part. Guys. Oh my God, this is like going to hometown buffet, man. This is like going to hometown buffet and like not literally serving yourself pizza, chicken, mashies. I mean, macaroni and cheese, everything. We haven't even touched on CM Punk Stone Cold because that could also be a possibility for WrestleMania. I'm stressed out. All right, so CM Punk Stone Cold. uh, Obviously, that's the dream match. That's like the dream match for CM Punk, right? We've been wanting to see this. It didn't feel like it was going to happen for the God the longest time. And now all of a sudden, it could actually happen. So with that being said, there was a report that came out by Fightful. And it was probably, it was very shortly after CM Punk came back to to WWE. And they had said that this had been talked about. Like this, the CM Punk Stone Cold match was talked about. Like there were conversations being had about this. And so for that reason, I do think there is God. I know that because Stone Cold's busy, he's doing a bunch of other things. And obviously there comes a lot that when you're not a full, full full-time in-ring wrestler anymore, you know, there's a little bit more preparation that has to be done. Right. And Seen, it's crazy how like we got CM, sorry, we got Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 38. And it was this thing of like, it, it's crazy how that was a match that like we didn't like expect for it to happen. And it wasn't even like the biggest news story that year. 
And it was such a fun match. It was something that while I was watching it, I was making sure to like treasure it because I wasn't really expecting to see Stone Cold have another match like later on. But now all of a sudden there is that possibility that this can happen. And I really, really hope it does because there are so many dream matches, guys, um, throughout pro wrestling that we're just never going to get. Like there's matches that we've wanted to get and we just can't, right? Because people retired, people passed away, people... Uh, you know, life happens. You just don't get that stuff anymore. And so this is a dream match that there's still a possibility. So when you do have matches like that, that are still left on the table and there's a chance that it can happen, you kind of want it a little bit more. So this is definitely something I too would love to see, man. I just don't know what we're going to get. All right. Uh, JM Melagrito. Thank you so much for the super chat. He says CM Punk wins elimination. Elimination Chamber, Gunther for the Rumble, Cody gets money in the bank. This one's a little different because on any other day, if you told me, Denise, do you want Gunther to win the Rumble? I'd be like, F yeah, because you've heard me say this before. He is the best champion in the WWE right now. Point blank, love Roman, love Seth, but Gunther is just killing it, man, with all of his defenses of the Intercontinental Championship. And so... Of course, I'd love to see him win the Rumble, but I just don't think that's going to happen right now because the story is just it, it's just going other places. So I don't see this happening for Gunther, but I do think there is another match that I would be so intrigued to see. And he doesn't need to win the Rumble for this to happen. Um, and that is Gunther Brock Lesnar. If we were to get that match, oh boy, I would be so freaking happy, man. Like, you don't even know. I feel... I'll be real with you guys. If we ever, if they announce one day, they make it happen and they say, Gunther versus Brock Lesnar is happening, right? Whatever pay-per-view, I don't care. I would not believe it. Even if they showed me the graphic in my face, I would still not believe it because Gunther Brock Lesnar, and I know we got the tease for it. I know we got the tease for it. But Gunther Brock Lesnar is a match that I would love to see so much. I would not believe it until these two guys were staring at each other across the ring and the bell had rung. I still even won't, I still even won't believe it when the entrances happen. I won't believe it until the bell rings and they're staring off at each other. That is the moment that I will believe it because I really want that match, guys. I really want that match. Chris Ludek says, if you're going to the Rumble or Mania, I hope to meet up at one of those events. Maybe they have an uh, ATM at the merchandise area. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, I will definitely be at the Royal Rumble. I will definitely be at WrestleMania, guys. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to those things. And hopefully I finally get to meet you, Chris. Julian Bravo sends in a super chat saying, it will be Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. No, I mean, they've done that match so many times. I've lost count of how many times we got Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. And granted, all of those matches were great. They really were truly great. But I feel like we've at least seen it like four times, maybe five, three, four, five, somewhere around there. We've seen this. Um, thank you so much, Julian. Bravo for the super chat. I appreciate it. All right, guys, let's keep the conversation going. We still got so much to get into. Um, all right, so I do want to talk about LA Knight, Randy Orton, Solo Sokoa, and Jay Uso. So that was the main event that we got here tonight. And the big thing to take away from this is that it looks like we are going to get into a Randy Orton, LA Knight program. So they planted quite a few seeds for this here tonight. So first of all, in the backstage segment, Randy Orton kind of shaded LA Knight, man. He kind of shaded him. And he did so by going up to Nick Aldis and saying, like, so I heard we're teaming tonight, like me and LA Knight. I don't want to team with this guy. I don't even know him. I haven't even heard of LA Knight, who he, who he was until last week. I was dumbfounded, guys, <laughs> when Randy Horton said he had not heard of LA Knight since as of last week. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he was... I. I was stunned. It was hilarious. And so the other part that was really funny too was Randy Orton RKO'd Nick Aldis. He was fined for that. And he gives the check with the fine, right? And Nick is like, man, there's 100K here. You were only supposed to give me 50,000. He goes, that's for next time. So how many of you here have seen 
How I Met Your Mother. Do you guys remember the Slaps Giving episode? The one where uh, Marshall gets to slap Barney five times. And so Barney is like really on the edge because he knows that he's going to get slapped five times, but he doesn't know when it's going to happen. He doesn't know how it's going to happen, but he's going to get slapped. That's the point. And so I feel like that's now the situation for Nick Aldis. He is going to get an RKO. Randy already paid for it. But the question is, when? When is he going to get this RKO? The man's going to have to live in fear. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Kevin NGO says Barney should have taken the 10 slaps right away. I agree. I, I, I thought the same thing when I was watching the episode. I can't imagine never knowing when a slap was going to come to me, you know? <laughs> All right. So LA Knight, Randy Orton, looks like it's on the horizon. That was the first seed that was planted. The second seed was planted during the match. So during this match, it was a really fun one too, by the way. Um, there was a moment where, so let me tell you guys what happened for the finish. Randy was about to hit the RKO on Jimmy, but Solo attacked him from behind. And as he's attacking him, Ellie Knight comes in and has Randy's back and he attacks Solo Sokoa. He stops Solo Sokoa from hitting Randy with the Samoan spike. So then Ellie Knight was going to go do his uh, BFT, but instead Randy Orton intercepts that and hits his RKO. And so he wins the match for his team. And Randy's like, you know, being Randy. And Ellie Knight looked really bothered by this. Like he... They shook hands, right? But Ellie Knight kind of looked a little irritated that he was about to have this match won. And Randy just came in, hit his RKO, and won the match for the team. And even afterwards, like the closing image of the show was Randy doing his thing. And Ellie Knight is just staring at him. You know, just staring at him. He just, he got under his skin. So I like this. This is a good program. An unexpected program for Ellie Knight. Because of course, we didn't know Randy was going to go to SmackDown. Now he's there. And these are two guys, by the way, that are also both coming for Roman Reigns. So there's that too. God, there's a lot. Um, so that was really the big takeaway from this whole thing here is that, that is, that's happening. The seeds are being planted. They surely are. All righty. Let's get into the U.S. tournament. So. We got two matches, two first round matches today. It was Dragon Lee versus Santos Escobar, Bobby Lashley versus Karrion Cross. Very straightforward. The people you thought were going to win won. Santos Escobar and Dragon Lee had a fun match. My favorite part was when Dragon Lee tried hitting Santos Escobar with a Hurricanrana, but Santos then just power bombs him on the ring apron. Um, and so Santos wins with the Phantom Driver. Predicted. That was what we predicted was going to happen. Cool. So he's going to go on to face. The winner of Bobby Lashley, Karen Cross. As predicted too, Bobby Lashley wins this match. But the thing to talk about here, so we are for round two, we are going to see Santos Escobar versus Bobby Lashley. But the thing to talk about here, though, is that we finally saw Karen Cross. Now, Karrion Cross for the last couple of months has been doing dark matches on SmackDown. I think he did like two in the last couple of months, but he's primarily been doing house shows. And we have not seen Karrion Cross wrestle on SmackDown since August 11th. Now, that may not seem like too long ago to some of you guys, but let me put this in perspective. That was 119 days ago. 119 days ago. You want to know what hadn't happened yet? AEW All In hadn't happened. CM Punk was still in AEW. <laughs> think about this, guys. Um, <laughs> think about like everything that happened during this time since the last time we saw Karrion Cross wrestle on SmackDown. Now, the only thing that we saw that was new was he grew out his hair. He's got a little ponytail going. Uh, that's about it, guys. That's about it. Lashley hits a spear, wins the match. And we are going to be getting 
the sorry guys i forgot the matches right yeah here we go here we go so next week for smackdown roman reigns returns and the next first round matches is going to be the nxt superstar that Shawn michaels picks we still don't know who that's going to be and he's going to face grayson waller and then kevin owens versus austin theory so i'm expecting it to be kevin owens um versus I don't know if the NXT guy is going to win. I think it's going to be Grayson Waller. So I'm expecting Grayson Waller versus Kevin Owens and then possibly Kevin Owens versus either Bobby Lashley or Santos Escobar. I'm not too sure which direction they're going to go in. I kind of think Bobby Lashley needs this a little bit more. So I'm expecting to see Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens in the finals of this tournament. I don't know. I think that's the direction they may end up going with Kevin Owens winning the entire thing. Thing, as I had mentioned last week when this whole thing was first announced. So that's where we're at in regards to the tournament. Um, Alrighty, guys, we're going to go ahead and we got two more things to talk about. Uh, but before we do, I want to thank you guys all so much for everybody who's been here, who's been subscribing to the channel. Like you guys are freaking awesome. We officially surpassed 130,000 subscribers, which is just huge. My goal next year, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but my goal is to hit 250K. I don't know. Maybe I'm dreaming. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm hallucinating. I don't know. But it's the goal. And you know what else is the goal, guys? To get clear skin and beautiful nights of good sleep. And this is how. Get Miracle Made Sheets. Did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? It can lead to acne, allergies, and stuffy noses, and it's just gross. Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and require three times less laundry. Through their silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA, Miracle Made is designed to keep you at the perfect temperature so you get better sleep every night. Miracle Sheets are the perfect gift for your spouse, friends, or family. Who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious feeling bed sheets? And since these come with three free towels, you get two gifts in one just in time for the holidays. Go to trymiracle.com slash Denise to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season. Save over 40% off. And if you use the promo code Denise at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Denise to treat yourself a friend or loved one this holiday season. The link is in the description box below. All righty, and we are back here. And let's continue the conversation here about what we saw on SmackDown. So the other things to talk about is we also saw Cody Rhodes. He came out and did a, um, we already talked about the Cody Rhodes CM Punk confrontation, but Cody Rhodes was also out there for a tribute to the troops segment. As you guys recall, this was a tribute to the troops show. Uh, very nice. They do it every single year. And he comes out there and this was very, very um, like this. There was no like storyline or anything like this. It was just him coming out and being respectful and thanking everybody. He tossed to a video of John Cena talking about tribute to the troops, sharing moments. It was very nice. And then afterwards they had the U uh, S army drill team, come out and do like a little routine. That was very cool. I love seeing that because every single time I was like, oh my God, he's going to drop it. He's going to drop it. Didn't drop it. Obviously he didn't drop it. People are experts, right? Um, but it was very cool to see all of that. So that was the other thing that we got with Cody Rhodes today on SmackDown. So that was nice. Very nice. And we got like little videos like Montez Ford, Bobby Lashley kind of talking about, you know, their military experience and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty cool. So as always, they do a really great job with these tribute to the troops shows. We got Charlotte versus Asuka, and we're continuing to see the uh, the edging out of Bailey via damage control. There wasn't that much today to discuss in regards to this, but the big thing here is the Charlotte Asuka match. There wasn't it was it was fine. Like I feel like I think I was probably expecting a little bit more. I don't know, maybe it was just like a timing thing or or what, but it kind of felt like it felt a little brief. Um, but we did have 
damage control earlier telling Bailey not to go out in the match because as you guys know, she went out last week during that Kyrie Sane match and unfortunately she lost to Bianca Belair and Bailey did not help things whatsoever. And even today, like they were being kind of mean to her. They didn't want to like even really associate with her. Like it was just like, they were so disgusted by her. That was like the vibe that we were getting during this damage control bit of it all. And so during this, we end up seeing Oscar get the win. She rose up Charlotte prior to this. We also saw uh, Zelina Vega and Meechin attack damage control. And then we also saw Shotzi and Bianca Belair come in and also attack damage control before the match even started. So there's not that much else to really add in regards to the women for tonight. That was really it. Um, there wasn't that much to go with, but uh, I, I like what they're doing, though, with Damage Control and Bailey. I like the mean bits. I, I hope they get a little bit more creative. I think they could get more creative. I've spoken about this on Busted Open, but I feel like there's ways to, like, just be mean, you know? Be mean. Exclude her from the group chat. Do a bit where they all go out and have fun and they forget to invite Bailey. You know, things like that, I think would make it even more of make you more sympathetic for for Bailey. Do a thing where they all show up wearing the exact same colors and Bailey's left out in the cold because she didn't get the memo. Things like that, I think, would be even more appealing for this whole story because that's the whole thing. Like you want them to be mean so that you can get all the sympathy for Bailey. And so I hope they kind of level it up just a little bit more. We'll see. Um, Guys, that was Friday Night SmackDown, December 8th. Uh, I know primarily most of the show was about CM Punk, but that was really, truly the biggest highlight of it all. If you watch the show on replay or an audio, you can either leave a comment or tweet me, share your thoughts, what you guys thought about it, how you guys feel what you think is going to be the main events for WrestleMania night one and night two. And um, there's kind of a lot to get into. These next couple of months are going to be very exciting. Uh, at least I think so. Um, this is probably the most excited I've been recently about the WWE product. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this journey to WrestleMania season is going to look like. Other than that, guys, I will be back here on what day on Saturday. Oh, wait, that's tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be back here tomorrow to talk about NXT deadline. And that's going to be fun. You guys know I cover NXT on a weekly basis. So for those of you who like to watch NXT, tomorrow should be a good show because we're going to have both the men's and the women's Iron Survivor Challenge matches. Have no idea what's going to happen. So that's going to be a good time. So make sure you guys tune in for that NXT deadline post show tomorrow. Until next time, thank you guys so very much. And if you haven't already, please do not forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you guys thought. And I do read the reviews here on the channel. If you guys leave them, the link is in the description box below. And the best way to leave them is through the Apple Podcast app. Alrighty, everyone. Thank you so much. Catch you guys all on the next one. Bye, everyone.